0: Welcome to Camera Shake Podcast, episode 103. That's right, 103. And again, as almost always, we have a special guest on the show. But before we get there, just be reminded that if you are listening to the show on audio and any of the excellent audio platforms, be reminded that you can not only listen to our sultry voices, but you can also see our beautiful faces in full Technicolor over on YouTube. So if you're that way inclined, check it out over on YouTube. Once you're there... Be sure to hit the subscribe button and uh, give us a like and all that good stuff because that will help us being found in the wider world. But that being said, let's get into it. Today's special guest is none other than the senior principal designer at Adobe, the Emmy Award winning educator, mobile photography evangelist, that is the legend, Russell Preston Brown. Russell, thank you very much for being on the show. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: I like that intro. You you, re, you, re, you rewrote some of that and sort of merged things together. That, that was very good. I, I like that.
2: I like well, that. that you liked good, it. Well, you can have that. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Um, uh, hello. Hello. Um, and um, uh, I'm excited to be here. I haven't had an interview for a while. Wait, I was in the beginning of the pandemic. I was interviewing people. And now we're at the end is this really the end of the pandemic? Mm, well, the is end... it? We'll see. <laughs> I'm, getting,
0: I'm getting interviewed. <clears throat> so, yeah. How's um, it? Uh, go ahead. How are, things, how are things over where you are? You are, um, I take it, a little south of San Francisco? I am south of San Francisco. It's called,
1: Low- wait, I can't tell you where I am. Somebody might come and try and find <laughs> me. <laughs> 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 I am south of San Francisco, near Stanford University. Oh, okay. That puts puts me on the map. Um, I'm close to um, Adobe, uh, the Adobe campus in San Jose. I'm also just down the street from the Apple campus in Cupertino. They almost have it figured out where I am. (laughs) Um, Excellent. It's the lovely California. It's trying to be spring. We don't have any rain here, it's it's a drought. Hmm. Um, But it's fine, it's a wonderful California. You're you probably getting all the rain there, right? Well, uh, we've, we've had
2: like four days of sun.
0: Yes, that's our that's summer, summer done. That's oh.
2: done. That's it. Summer's over. Wow. Wow. You're jealous, oh. aren't you? I can tell. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yes. See,
0: I, I read so something. That, actually, I read something only, only earlier today or yesterday, maybe, um, that compared the rainfall in Seattle, which is arguably one of the rainiest cities, um, you know, around the place, uh, but it compared to rainfall in Seattle... With London, and I'm sad to say that Seattle has almost double the sunshine hours per annum than London. That's scary. That is scary, I, right? I, a gentleman, I grew up in Seattle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when it's it's mostly cloudy and raining in Seattle, but when it sunshines, it's the most glorious yeah. sunshine and the clearest skies. Yeah. Uh, I think there's oh, even a song. The bluest skies you ever saw, <laughs> seen, seen, saw, uh, <laughs> are in Seattle. Something like
0: that. Thing well, we, we never see any blue skies from like October till I May. Saw, I saw one once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great <laughs> celebration. <laughs> so, London, yes. London. reason to have a street festival exactly over oh, here. Party. <laughs> now, Russell, you yes. you mentioned Adobe there uh, just a minute ago. Of Adobe, course, you've yes. been with Adobe since almost the beginning. Wow, almost the beginning.
1: I started in 1985, and here's a fun fact: hmm. I started on April 11th. Gentlemen, do you know the significance of April 11th? No, this is the birthday
2: of David Williams. No! Oh, excellent. Wait, we should so, have known that. Well, I knew it was his birthday the yeah, other week. Well, you yes, it. So, have oh, so yeah.
1: I'm out in the field in Iceland with Dave, hmm. and he, at, he asks me, when did you start at Adobe? He said 1985. He goes, hmm. Uh, and I said to him, when were you born, Dave? Mm, in 1985. <laughs> Dave. What month were you born in? He says, April. Then I start, it started, it starting to get freaky. I heard the Twilight, you know, uh, not Twilight, um, the uh, Outer Limits and uh, Twilight Zone music uh. come in the background. <laughs> and then I said, what day? And he said, Wednesday. But, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <What day? laughs> so there it's 1985 and um, uh, joined Adobe as their first graphic designer. And um, had to do things like annual reports and packaging. That's that's work. That's a lot of work. (laughs) Then I discovered that I could get up on stage and show people images and talk about Photoshop and Illustrator. And I could be the um, comedian that I always wanted to be on stage and sell Adobe products. Well, forget about (laughs) annual reports and packaging. (laughs) <laughs> I went right into the business of presentations, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, and all the toys just kept on coming along. And when you have Photoshop and Illustrator, and mm. it's the beginning of time, and you can show these things off. And in the early days, at like a Mac World in San Francisco Mac World conference, you'd have over a thousand people in your audience. Mm boy, you really had this ego blast. Like, (laughs) I'm that important that a thousand Mm. people will show up to see me. But it was just the early, early days Mm. of Photoshop, you know, 1990s, the early 1990s, and people wanted to learn about Photoshop. And the only wacko out there talking about Photoshop was Russell Brown from Adobe. But then a lot of, um, as we both, as we all know, a lot of evangelists, a lot of different People picked up on Photoshop and they turned it into their occupation, Hmm. which I should turn back on you. You know, I don't even know. um, uh, The two of you, you two do for a living. Notice I come in close. What (laughs) do you
2: do for a living? What What do you do for a living? That's the thumbnail right there. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's the one. I love that. (laughs) So... so just for, for, I, I mean, for we're
1: putting back, you know, I'm a crazy man and I do pr- presentations and performances, but I just need okay. to get, get to know your interviewers. Right. Okay. So um, You're a what, I, I'm a stills
0: photographer. You're a what photographer? I'm a stills photographer. stills. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and Nick is a videographer. Interesting. So when I venture
1: over to the London area, I will have you as resources
2: for, oh absolutely 100 um, percent yeah
1: my projects because i when we go out i need to get over to to the coast i need to get to the dover white cliffs oh absolutely oh, yeah. yeah yeah and i need to get my copter out is it illegal to fly my little drone out over the cliffs you you know that one point yeah. that's a good um, question okay
0: so it isn't um it there's, is this well, legal. there's some proviso, like we have <clears> um there's there's a different number of um licenses that you have to have um over <laughs> here, which they very easily available by the way. That you just oh, literally okay. it's like it's a website, you click some questions, yeah. you pay, you know, oh, ten okay. pounds okay. or whatever it is. It's not you know, it's not really but, but, um, but so you have to basically what... register the, the drone. Um and uh and it should be pretty straightforward from there.
2: It's still what what drain is it? What it depends on the weight, Oh, on whether you can fly. Um the
0: um
1: this is the Mavic Pro 3. So nothing huge.
0: Okay, so basically if it's uh if it's something like a GGI um mini, yeah, then you can fly that without any restrictions anywhere. Um if it's Heavier than, I want to say, 500 grams or is it 800 300 grams? 300 grams? There's a weight limit. Mm. I can't remember from time. I should really know. Dave, it our, we've talked our, about our,
1: <laughs> our friend Dave, who's going to be watching this, I assume. Yeah. Um, Dave will know this. He tried to go out there, but the winds were too high. And he, he couldn't get it. Risk. But you know the shot that I want. Yeah. The shot looking down on the pillars, yeah. venturing out into the ocean, and you, you shoot back toward the grassy... Yeah. The surface. It's a gorgeous shot. Everybody, everyone else gets it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah that's, um, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Okay.
1: Enough I, don't, for, I don't know um, if, if
0: you're out at sea, of course. I don't know if maritime law prevails. Yeah, there
1: are. That's there are rules. In <laughs> yeah. the U.S., if you take off from outside the state park yeah, and you fly into the park, that's considered you took off from non-state park land and you right. can do... Take the photograph. Um, that may be also true in this case. And if I were to fly around the Golden Gate Bridge, if I take off from a vessel mm-hmm. floating uh, on the bay, I can take pictures of the bridge. But I cannot ah. take pictures of the bridge with a drone that's lift off from the gr- shore.
0: Yes. I should have known that because I was on a boat under the Golden, uh, Golden Gate Bridge okay. I should have absolutely known that. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Next time.
1: (laughs) Um, So next time. Uh, All sorts of rules. But I've been around so long. It was eight years ago, I think, when drones first appeared and there were no rules. It was the Mm. wild, wild west. (laughs) I hit myself sometimes thinking of all the things I should have done and photographed before the rules started. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because you could flock. You know, oh, isn't it cute? He's got a drone. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, are you taking pictures of me? Um, yeah, all these questions. How far yeah. can it fly? How long will it stay in the air? You're <laughs> so cute. And then eight years later, if that's a drone, then get the heck out of here right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think we have similar experiences. I'm <laughs> sure Dave has. So if, if anybody is or watching... Eight years uh, by ago, way,
1: it's cute and friendly. Today, it's ugly and a terror threat. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Would yes, you like draw ahead.
0: little faces on, uh, on the front of the drone, you know, make, make them look cuter? We should get yeah, cut out of yeah. Dave's face and put yeah. it in front of the drone. Yes.
1: I, I, by mistake, flew over a nude beach in California on one of my first flights. <laughs> Why I chose a nude beach <laughs> to fly over in, uh, in uh, the Bay Area what a ridiculous, that was so stupid. And I got down on the beach and go, what the heck am I doing here? And I ran away. (laughs) Just like, what an idiot. Because I I only got one comment uh, from one fellow who wanted to know why I was taking pictures of his anatomy. Um, (laughs) Then I told him that his anatomy would only be about the size of one pixel.
2: Yeah, exactly. He
1: found that as offensive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> much, much like, much like yours, can Well, you know, I keep, I guess, I pixel you you've ever kept seen. That, I kept it. I did not know the level of this conversation. I kept that very clean, didn't I? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Well, oh, there's no level here. Oh, worry. no, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing. No rules. <laughs> I'm being very careful. Um,
1: where were we? Um, uh, it's 1985, and I'm uh, transforming into a. Doing um presentations and mm-hmm. events and moving away from the tough stuff, like annual reports and packaging, and then hiring people much more accomplished at it than I. Um, and they did a great job. And then I kept on doing my projects. And today, today, I'm more of an um, influencer. I like to, I'm in a professional mm-hmm. influencer. I put Images, and you didn't ask this question, but I'm answering it anyway. That's all right. Um, I put my images up, my tutorials up online on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Thank goodness for Instagram and Facebook uh, allowing me to present it and show Mm -hmm. people and inspire people to take their own photographs and their own videos and to use Adobe products to enhance uh, those videos.
0: I
3: mean, it, it,
0: yeah. it must be interesting yeah. because, I mean, I remember, you know, I remember starting with Photoshop back in the 90s, you know, in the mid to late 90s, I would say. I mean, it, it,
2: I, I was trying to remember the other day what Photoshop version I started on. And it, it was, there's a question you should ask before that. Was no. it a legal or a, an illegal uh, version very. of Photoshop?
0: Oh uh, well, very good, Nick. I'm glad you asked that that question. I will neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) This was CS. (laughs) Oh no, wait! It's before CS. Oh, before CS. So I started Photoshop before before CS. So it must have been. I want to say it was Photoshop four.
2: Can you imagine how long it took to download that stuff back then?
0: I mean, it wasn't only. It wasn't only. It, was it worth it? Well, it wasn't. No, you you, you didn't download it, of course, because this was. I'm pretty sure. I, it, I, it I'm, I'm just, corner, starting, I started. I started Photoshop before the event of the internet. I mean, You know, to that extent. So it was DVDs or like CDs, actually. CD-ROMs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, and of course, in my case, um, you know, it wasn't only. It wasn't only the 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 version of Photoshop. It was also s- several additional bits of software that you needed to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> at the time you know those were
1: days yes those are the days um i remember giving a presentation in hong kong once hmm. and uh, they said uh russ you need to really see, you need to come downtown to this section of town where they s- sell software <laughs> hmm. and um they had meticulously copied all of the information about photoshop and then made packaging and labels for it and duplicated Adobe's, uh, all of Adobe's materials and put it into a nice little CD selling yeah. for $2. Oh, wow. $2. And you just had to cry. You think uh, about the programmers and the time, yeah, all their time put into yeah. it. And see, I always, see, you know, I've, yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot, really. No, and not that you would get this $2 version, um, Kirsten. I, I'm assuming you did not get that. You, you paid at least 10 for
0: yours. Did you? Well, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But you know, I mean, I kept, you know, I kept thinking about this. Like, really, um, you know, at the time, I mean, if, I mean, Photoshop must have been by far the most cop illegally copied or pirated software that there's so. ever it, been. I think it had that
1: um, that honor at yeah. that time to be the most copied.
0: And and, um, and I've always wondered, like, how. How did, I mean, Adobe, obviously, I mean, everybody must have known that at the time. So how yeah. did Adobe, as a company, how did they deal with that?
1: Mm. Um, there was certain policing for that. But you cannot make an encryption system that cannot be broken. Did I say that right? Yeah. Everything can be broken. So yeah. we did not work super hard to try and come up with a way of coming up with the perfect one i i do remember the the one time a 10 year old 12 year old kid posted a video on how to break adobe's encryption Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and he put it up on the internet and in that case we had to call and we end up with his mother on the phone (laughs) and as i recall she was quite upset that he had broken this and put it on the internet how to how to break adobe software so it's been out there but how does adobe deal with it um as i said there's certain amount of policing to try and track that down in its day Mm. but i think what we've done now is a very logical method in that we offer this new, the Creative Cloud, and yeah. they will duplicate the Creative Cloud, but they don't get the updates. They would mm. have to duplicate each update. So you have to be mm. connected to Adobe mm-hmm. in order to get today's update. Mm. And yeah. so I think that and the tutorials and education, uh, I think has mm. solved that problem. I, I, put my, I put myself in this position in my early days of videos and CDs, I would use the excuse that I want to take a movie and I want to duplicate it for home use. So I duplicate the one that I've purchased Mm. on a CD and I would do that so I could run them on my television set. Mm. So I equate that to today when they've made it so easy, like Adobe has, to Mm. purchase it legally. There's no more reason for me to... Duplicate yeah. my video CDs because like Adobe, we've made it easy enough. We've eliminated a lot yeah. of
2: that need. Don't you agree? Totally agree. And, and this this is where it all has all come down to for me. And I, I remember back in the day trying to download a version of CS5, I think it would have been at the time, a bit younger than Kirsten. And... Uh, <laughs> And, it, you know, it took forever, it didn't work and all that. And, you know, I'm, I'm an audio engineer as, as well. So, you know, in days gone by, when I was much younger, no money. Yeah, I downloaded audio software that, you know, perhaps I shouldn't. It crashed often. All of that kind of stuff would happen. But then as companies have revised their strategy towards pricing and availability yes. of this software, yes. there is no longer a reason. There's no reason... To download it illegally uh, anymore because it yeah, is yeah. so cheap. If you think about the subscription style model well, and well, the it different is, versions, uh, yeah,
1: for music, isn't it? We, we always struggle to borrow people's music. Yeah, and now, yeah, which so I, I think it's a good
2: thing. Yes, go you know, go yeah,
0: ahead. the other, I, 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 you know, the other argument is is of course that probably. I mean, the, the fact that Adobe has been copied and you know pirated. Um, so, so many hundreds of thousands of millions of times has probably (laughs) led (laughs) to it becoming, I certainly helped it become the industry standard though at that time. It's, it's a little bit like, it's a little bit like videos on YouTube going viral or like, you know, songs going viral or something on social media and all of a sudden they become, you know, it, it
2: reflects it's sort a of reflects back in the sales you you just, imagine that there's a process like that with a company like adobe but in you know in days gone by that it's a bit like leaking information from in the government and oh, things yeah. like that it gets it out there in a way that perhaps isn't the way you want to get it out there but the words there and <laughs> yeah. people get used to it that's what they want it drives pe- people's desire to I mean, have that piece of software i mean it's then. it's
0: interesting it's interesting to think that you know even in the in the colloquial tongue you know, even even amongst people who are not graphic designers or photographers, you know, people who have actually nothing to do with image manipulation or anything like that, laymen so to speak, still use the word photoshopping mm. as yes. a term. It's,
1: we're trying. That's another topic in itself. Um, I'll have to um, send the Adobe police your way if you use Oops. the term <laughs> photoshopped in Sorry. any of our conversations. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like here in the U.S., Xerox machines were the first way to copy something. So we say you're going to go Xerox that. Yeah. Um, which is the same as saying I'm going to copy it. Hmm. So it's a two-edged sword. I think we hear it in television and video. I'm I'm going to use Photoshop. I Photoshop that. I'm using hmm. it as a, a verb, and um, it certainly gets the word out that that is the de facto standard for doing. This hmm. bot, legal uh, people at Adobe just they start to cringe <laughs> because you <laughs> you cannot lose your logo, your your identity, and if it starts to get used, or if you allow it to be used, hmm. then y- it can go to court, and it became okay, the name Photoshop can be taken away from you. Right. Wow, wow! So they're always on their guard for that hmm. and watching out for those things. So. Um, But it's always funny. You're sitting in a James Bond movie and what I'm going to Photoshop this. You know, it just, it pops up all over the place. It's now it just the go-to way of expressing the fact that it's been altered or manipulated. Now there's a topic for it. There's a topic. We could just have topics forever. You know, manipulation. I used to think of it as uh, sometimes I think I was doing evil things. I've now given that up completely. (laughs) I, I, I love to alter and manipulate my images. And I must admit, I do it all the time. I may, as you mentioned, a mobile photographer. Uh I think there's times when I have to sort of push things a little farther on the, on the iPhone Uh and I'll take two exposures and blend them together. But let's go back to the famous Ansel Adams taking photographs in Yosemite here in California he was manipulating his photographs absolutely (laughs) and if 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 ansel were here today i think he would be super excited about photoshop and the possibilities yeah um so um yeah i i there are purists out there we both we all know purists Mm. um i know one who won't even take a telephone pole out of a shot Mm. and that's just no, 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 no. Um, yeah. Why the heck did he photograph the telephone pole? We all went. Um, but, and then I was going to enter a contest the other day, a photography contest, and it said, quote, you cannot alter your images inside of Photoshop or any application on the desktop. Hmm. It said that altering your images on a phone with a mobile application was okay. What's bizarre. that? All the yeah. And then I, so I wrote back to them. I said, What if I use Photoshop on my iPad because that's a mobile device? Hmm. They
0: refused to answer that nah. question.
1: Um, <laughs> so isn't that, yeah, that's sort
0: of strange. You I mean, know, the, you know, with a it, it, contest, it's, it's bizarre sometimes. I mean, of course, as you say, you know, there are purists who will only. Yeah. Shoot on film and do no post production whatsoever. Um, you still know you don't someone
1: who shoots film.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, this is the thing. So oh, you know, I I remember um, I did not too long ago. I did a um, I did a uh, a talk um, where I did a live shoot and then a live edit. And so uh-huh. the idea was to create this particular style um, of this project that I'm working on. Um, and to recreate it in front of an audience, um, and because it consists of two parts, essentially the shoot and the post production, in mm-hmm. order to get that final look, I basically decided to demonstrate both in one presentation, and um, and so and of course the audience was sort of a mixed audience of some purists and then some people who were open to you know post production and photo manipulation stuff. And the way I always equate that is is I always say it's it's a little bit like playing the electric guitar. You know, an electric guitar on its own without an amplifier is just, doesn't really make very much of a sound. It's very quiet and it's not really what we understand a, an electric guitar to sound like. An amplifier on its own is just a dead box. It's a box with a speaker yeah. and it doesn't actually make okay. any sound. You put the two together, you really get beautiful music and everything that we love about the electric guitar. And that's, it just made people understand that, you know, shooting and post-production belong together in a sense and yeah. the end result the beautiful end result the product of your of your efforts is something that is really equally um you know created from from both of these elements and it was just sort of a way to to um describe that
1: very nicely said i liked where that was going i knew um it it, it is a combination of all of our tools today um uh, very cool um what was i thinking Mobile, mobile, mobile. I'm, I'm going to make my pitch for mobile, mobile, mobile. Uh, the other day, um, somebody said, you know, these are really great photographs um, for an iPhone. You know, mm. And it just hit me right then. It is not the camera. It's the photographer. And that's the point. I, mm. you know, It really, it really struck home. I'm taking great photos. I become a better photographer through the mobile photography because I'm. Mm. My theory is, if I take ten thousand photos, is this what's this rule of thumb? After you've mm. taken done something ten thousand times, you can now consider yourself an expert. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just think <laughs> that we have to. We've all taken videos and stills, and we've just taken so many. That we can now look back and go, oh, how bad were those photos 10 years ago? Yeah, I'm doing much better. I'm Also, while we also have an instant way of finding out whether we're doing better, we post it on Instagram and see how many people like it in an hour. Mm. Not that I'm addicted to likes. He goes in for <laughs> another close-up. Yeah. Let I me mean, just see how many likes I've had during this talk. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm bad. Oh, where was I? The camera, the, the phone. Um, I wish yeah, there'll be a point where I wish people just look at my images and go, what a great image. You know, mm-hmm. That's really a great image. And the only difference I think, and with the iPhone, a little bit lower resolution, but I, I'm just astounded. I, I, I keep on saying this. I was born just at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all the toys seem to be here right now. I don't know what the toys are going to be in. Um, and I'm long gone, but they're pretty darn good toys right now. You, mm. you must admit, do you, yeah, do you have absolutely. all, is oh, there yeah. not, is there a toy you, some future toy? Yeah. <laughs> we, I, I think that we have the resolution and the quality hmm. and all the right features to do whatever we can dream up. Wouldn't you yeah. find that true in your case?
2: I love everything that we've got these days, absolutely. But, yeah. but, but I haven't yet been told what I want next. So well, <laughs> we'll 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 see what the future holds. I, you know, <laughs> I mean, I remember I remember the time the time when I used to
0: think like you know seven megapixels. Does I mean you're never going to need more than that? I mean, <laughs> my first, co- my you know, first compact there.
2: camera was seven point one.
0: Well, mm. you know,
1: um, yeah, I always want more pixels, but I don't. The thing about the the iPhone, I don't want to be dragged down by more pixels. And I don't think Apple's going to give us more pixels. Hmm. I think they're going to give us better pixels. This is my sure. other pitch. I think through computational mathematics, they're going to take 10 pictures and merge them into one picture, which they do now. And we're going to get really great low resolution because yeah. why do we want to put a, you know, a, a, we don't deal with terabytes of, you know, yeah if sure. I'm going to go shoot with a high end, Fuji, Sony, Canon, um, Nikon. Did I, I've said Nikon um, just for you. Uh, <laughs> um, um, I don't want that much resolution and I'm totally lazy um, at my age. And by the way, did I tell you, I started in 1985 at Adobe, but I was only 10 years old. Wow. <laughs> that's you. That's where you laugh. Um, uh uh, so we've got the lenses, we've got the resolution, we've got the quality, we've got the, the mathematics going on in this mm. thing to give us uh, really great images. And um, what's even more, it's the magic built inside. Mm. I, do I want to be setting the f-stop and, and um, shutter speed? <laughs> no, no, I'm beyond that. I'm way beyond that. Just let the phone do it. Let me control when I want to, um, yeah. uh, adjust the, ap- adjust the exposure on things, but boy, I love automatic and I love automatic focus. <laughs> <laughs> am, right. I turn, yeah. am I just now that's when they jump on and say, well, you're not really a photographer Russ because you mm. don't focus your camera or set the aperture mm. that you are not working. So you are not a photographer. Wow. Wow. I got that one long yeah um, uh, but I do have to point and shoot. Um, oh and lately I'm, you're not asking any questions, but I'll tell you I've gone wacko over st- strobe photography with my oh. iPhone. I, yeah I represent by the way, gentlemen, I represent one half of 1% of the Adobe users <laughs> is that. I just push these things you know you get a, you get an iPhone and you synchronize a, um, pro photo strobe um, yeah. with the iPhone and freeze motion, and I can pretend you know I'm a big time photographer with a, a softbox and strobes um, and doing portrait photography. It just I love it. I I just yeah. uh, I love it. But I just and I try and evangelize it, and I try and talk about it or give presentations about it, hmm. and it just turns into snore sauce. <laughs> Snore sauce—that's the same as boring. Um, and um, uh, I just don't—I don't think people want to hear it. I'm—they—they—they I'm, they, they don't want to join the one half of one yeah. percent club of, <laughs> of insanity. Yeah. And then they'll tell me, "Okay, Russ, your strobe costs more than your camera, your phone." Well, it's true. <laughs> so I don't. It, but it really—it's really such great toys. To have um, something like a pro photo that you can connect to with your phone and and yeah. strobe uh, portraits, and portraits is where I've gone recently. I know you weren't going to ask me that. I'm looking at my t- gentleman. We only have 15 minutes left. <laughs> Ding, <laughs> dee dee. <laughs> have I shown a picture yet? Do these people know? Even uh, do I get to sure, oh, show a picture now? Sure, absolutely. Show uh, picture. Absolutely. I- I've got to show a picture. It's be Boring. Boring. This don't want to hear me. Who's that old guy you're talking to? <laughs> uh, did you, a screen share, um, uh, screen share, Photoshop, share. Okay, gentlemen, what do we, do we see this on the screen? Oh, wrong one. Do we see this? We're seeing deep into the bat cave here. Um oh, yeah, move that really, aside. Yeah. So, um, so recently, wow. um, I have this fascination. um, Are we still online? Oh, there you are over there. Okay. Um, Fascination with performers out of Las Vegas, of all places. Mm -hmm. And um, so I would get in my car and drive during the pandemic for seven and a half hours from California to Las Vegas, Nevada. And um, none of the performers were were working at the time. And so... um, they're all looking, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to show this evening, I can do something that, and so I hang them from the ceiling with wires, this, you know, this, um, contortionist from the ceiling and do a portrait of her, um, uh, in this studio in Las Vegas. I go and, uh, to a local location, um, and I'm in Photoshop, by the way. Look at look at that terrible download speed. What is this? These are multiple-layer documents, and <laughs> Mr. Brown is opening them. And it will take longer for certain large documents to open. And he may cancel this one if it doesn't. Open, well, you haven't. Well, you okay. haven't
2: told the
0: the audience is that you're still on dial-up internet, of course. <laughs>
1: That's right. That's right. I'm using. I'm, a, I'm using. I'm, uh, You've got mail and, uh, oh, come on, open up. <laughs> You've got um, mail. <laughs> mail. Ooh, um, okay, cancel that one. Let's try this McRyan
0: is just going to walk in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, are your next meeting just walked in. So um, uh, oh, wow. take, oh, take wow. this model again, hang from the yeah. ceiling, and then start adding these special effects. Mm. Because if we look at this, um, move that out of the way, I think we can start to take away the effects here in Photoshop. Can, can you see all this on the screen? Yeah. So yeah. this is her hanging from the screen and then you put in textured backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You you use um, multiply to bring in a texture in the background. You use a screen to bring mm-hmm. your lights in. Do you, Jen, do you do this insanity? Do you, do you cheat this much? Um,
0: uh, Absolutely, 100%. Just, <laughs> are, are you purists? Oh, um, oh no.
1: And then start to add, oh let's add some bubbles, and then the end. You know, my tip and technique for the day. You didn't know you're gonna have tip and techniques. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of different ways to do color balance in mm-hmm. Photoshop, but I use the I use the old archaic method that the Knoll brothers who invented Photoshop. This is what they use. Mm-hmm. Boy, there's so many more sophisticated things, but gosh, the last thing I do on a project is. I adjust the red, green, and blue values directly in levels to Mm -hmm. color balance an image. And um, uh, just bringing the endpoints in on the red, green, and blue, that is so arch. Mm. Uh, But it's so, it works so well um, uh, for photographs. I just find it. And you can go ahead and uh, just tell me, um, uh, Kirsten and Nick, tell me, Russ, we use that all the time, just like you. Oh. No, it goes,
2: <laughs> goes <laughs> quiet. It goes absolutely Yeah, I mean, occasionally. Yeah. I, I do use levels every
1: so often. Yeah, that oh, has yeah, to be yeah, said. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, oh, here, let's I'll open this one. So um, you go into the desert between here and Las mm. Vegas is Death Valley, where it got to the highest temperature recorded in history, 138 degrees Fahrenheit. Gentlemen, what is 138 degrees Fahrenheit in centigrade?
2: That must almost be 50.
0: Uh, Let me just check that out. We need to know this. Okay, 51.5. 138. 138 degrees. Celsius. Oh, that's 59 degrees Celsius. Wowzers. Have you ever
1: heard of anything that crazy
0: that is nuts
1: 59 yeah i mean that is you're cooking it's cooking eggs on the sidewalk oh yeah uh, so these pictures were taken in february in death valley when it's has a nice temperature in the Mm -hmm. morning and you know nothing over 32 degrees centigrade (laughs) maybe at 25 um and so um yeah um I, I just have this absolute fascination with models either in a scene or in a studio and yeah. shot all with um, an iPhone. And That's so cool. I don't know how we're doing on timing, but I, that is um, just uh, just absolutely uh, fascinating stuff. And especially going out into the Lox, Las Vegas area, you have a desert scene hmm. and um. um in this next picture is opening up. You have different textures of sand and rock and desert quality that you can then put your subjects onto those backgrounds. Yeah, go ahead. Question: Do we so, need to? Um,
2: uh, yeah. You know, I'm I'm going to ask the question. I'm sure a lot of people are, are are thinking as they see these are these are stunning stunning images, and I think a lot of people yeah. are going to potentially be finding it difficult to believe that they're all done on an iPhone. Yeah. And it just, it's, going back to what you said at the start, this just kind of proves your point that it's not what camera you're using. It's how you're using it. It's who's behind it, using it, and what you do with it there's, afterwards.
1: There's more to it. I'm getting the basic shot, right, in the studio or outside. They look pretty much like an iPhone shot. Yeah. But it, then it's the skill of working with Photoshop and Lightroom that finishes it off. And I don't think I would be as good at this finishing if I hadn't seen or compare my work to other people on Instagram and Facebook. I'm trying to come up to match the level of a high-end photographer. Um, One of the photographers I follow is um, Michael Shane Bloom out of California who does Landscape photography, I hate him. I hate him, <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> because he can. He sits out in the desert for ten days and waits for that rainstorm to come yeah. through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but um, also a portrait photography, like a Greg Gorman out of LA. Um, yeah. I look at their work and I don't copy it, but I absorb it yeah. and yeah. and then. Um, take my iPhone shot and make it,
3: hmm.
1: make it look like one of their shots. I think I'm you know
0: generally. That generally, that's that's a really good way to learn and to improve. You Absolutely. know, I mean, just like you, for instance, I've you know I've I've had a long-standing fascination with Joel Grimes's um, on-location Joel whatever. Grimes.
1: Oh, I have, have I? Am, God, look at some of my stuff, and you go. I've had people accuse me that I just now. This is a good says. Is that a Joel Grimes?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: No, <laughs> but I, didn't I do it again? But the fact that you thought it was, ding! <laughs> exactly. I got a bonus point that yeah. day. Oh, goodness, I've been following Joel since the beginning of time.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, you know, we we, had, uh, we we had the opportunity to to speak to him on the show. Um, and oh, it was, okay. It was really, um, it was one of these eye-opening kind of episodes, and we had a really great conversation yeah. with him. Okay. And, it, you know, the th- the thing um, for, for me has always been, you know um, what you probably don't know, maybe, is said Nick, Nick and myself are also musicians, and you know music is music can very often be compared to photography, really, um, in in a very useful way because it's it's kind of the same thing. You know, if you learn an instrument like the guitar, for example, it's a really good idea to look at some of the great players out there. Um, you know, because it can really push you much further. And it can motivate you to achieve much more than, than you could have you could have achieved otherwise. It's just one yeah. of these things that can instill dri- the drive in you to get better and better and better and learn. And I find that's very similar for me in photography, you know, when I look at people like, um, you know, like Joel Grimes, uh, for example, and I look yeah. at their work and I kind of think, you know, that is, that's what I want to emulate and achieve, you know, and, and of course, by the time by the time you've mastered the techniques and all the rest of it, you know, and, uh, and you've, you've looked at, you know, a number of different photographers and artists or, or guitarists in that matter. What actually happens is as your skill set improves, you know, your own personality starts to shine through and you become not a Joel Grimes clone, but you'll eventually become yourself. And that's, you know, that's the sort of the aim really.
1: I, be- I hope I have become myself and, mm. and, I have a question for you, too. Why did I bring Dave Williams over, who does not play an instrument, why didn't I bring you over to California instead? What, what was, I have a rock and roll event <laughs> happening next week. <laughs> Very true. And well, I think this is actually I, a great question. I think you need to rectify this as well. In, <laughs> I brought in Photoshop <laughs> experts Photoshop experts who could play instruments. Exactly. I brought in a drummer. I brought in a guitarist.
3: Hmm.
1: Um I'm bringing in musicians to play during the session. What? What? Yeah, you you clearly you clearly should have made yourself known. <laughs> we should have clearly <laughs> well, been. Am, there. I was, am I wasting my time with this Dave character? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He, he yeah, he really can play an organ. Okay. Like... <laughs> no, I think Dave can sing. Make Getty? sure he's on stage. Yeah. 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 Goodio. Yeah. Getty, all well, right. yeah he can make sing. sure he does it when. Yeah. When he's on stage, make sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. He'll yes, ask. he can yeah. absolutely sing. Yes, <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> no, he can't sing. I can't imagine he can sing
1: because he almost got me going there because I was going to make him sing. No, no make, yes. him sing. Make, make him sing. Please Make him sing. sing.
0: Yeah. Oh, I definitely want to see um, that. Yeah. So do I? <laughs> <laughs> Would it be amazing if you could actually sure. sing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe he can. I don't know. Yeah.
1: yeah. I I got a hunch. I don't think he can sing.
0: Yeah. Ah. I I I idolize.
1: Um, musicians. I, hmm. I, yeah, I. In one of my previous lives, in the 14th century, I was. Um, I think I was a. Um,
0: a troubadour. A,
1: a troubadour. Yes, I was a troubadour <laughs> in a royal court, Ooh. and I played the mandolin. Ooh. Um, I, I've had. You know, de 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 Was it the lute? <laughs> <laughs> the lute. <loot. laughs> no. Um, no, it was the mandolin. And, mm. and I thought, oh, okay, I'm going to recover this mandolin capability. Mm. And so I thought I'd take up, you know, mandolin. And then I mm. thought I'd take up guitar. And then I, and I said to myself, oh, well, I failed at all of those. I'm going to take up the uk- ukulele. Hey. Um, <laughs> and I failed at that one. But okay. just like with Photoshop, we'll get back to Photoshop. Mm. How do I learn Photoshop? Set yourself down and give yourself a project. How mm. do I learn the ukulele? Sit yourself down and give yourself a project mm-hmm. exactly, and stick to it. And isn't that the case, gentlemen with a with a uh, guitar or anything?
2: You just Absolutely right. It, Absolutely, you, you yeah. have
1: to fall in love with that. Yeah, and yeah. and then you just and then somebody is one of these days somebody's going to come into the room and say, "Oh, you're pretty good at that."
3: Hmm.
1: <laughs> exactly. You think you think to yourself, "Yeah, maybe I am." Mm,
0: yeah. And it's, Um, you know, the more, the more projects you've done, I mean, on the guitar, for instance, you know, you you could equate it to learning a song, you know, your project is the song. And once you've learned that one song, you know, you might move on and learn another song. And once you've learned a whole bunch of songs, you might learn a simple guitar solo in a song and then you might learn another guitar solo and then you learn a more complex guitar solo. And before you know it, you know, you can play some really damn complicated guitar solos and you get better and better and better. And then you write your own song and you write your own guitar solo.
1: Once you agree, uh, we're getting back to Photoshop and music again, we need to have, uh, and the correlation, it's who is around you who helps you become that Photoshop
0: oh, expert or so, that guitar expert. True. Absolutely. So in music, there's a very good yeah, true. Um, there's a very good uh, thing um, that I was told when I was a little kid, because my, my dad was a drummer as well. So he, uh, he played drums. Oh no, you're a drummer. I thought well, you were a guitarist. So my, my dad always used to tell me, when you play in a band, this was like when I was a kid. Surround yourself with players who are better than yourself, because I they like will that. pull you along and it I will like make your you a better be As
1: old as I am, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, um, it's exactly. This goes back. Let's swing this back to art school and mm-hmm. graphic design. Mm, this is a, a lesson I learned from the beginning. I'm in a class. And I'm the best person in class. And I'm getting the A's in the graphic design class. It says in Seattle. Mm. And I'm going, boy, aren't I big time? Aren't I wonderful? Aren't I the greatest? Yeah. Yeah. Just as your father said, if you are the best person in class, get the heck out of there mm. and <laughs> find a class. So yeah. I graduated from the University of Washington and then turned around i got a second degree at Art Center College of Design where there are 10 people better than you are in class. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's the only way to learn is never, uh, from... never be the smartest person in the room. What well, is it, you know, for me, that was, yeah. you know, I, I grew up in a in Wait a minute.
1: Did, what did you just say? You've never been the smartest no,
3: person?
2: No, never. In the room? You should never be the smartest oh, person okay. in the room. You
0: know, <laughs> I mean, you know there was a was the thing when, you know, I, I grew up in this, in this tiny village in the, in the South, uh, Southwest of Germany where you know, and and I went went to a relatively small school, and I was quite, probably quite easily the best guitarist at school, or something like that. Uh, but then I moved
2: to Is New that Orleans. Because were now guitarists. Well, what? there were probably a few, but So, yeah. so But then I moved your to New, your, your New
1: Orleans. You're Munich or Munich, um, down near Stuttgart.
2: Munich? Yeah, Stuttgart. So it's
0: the it's the south of Germany, but the other side, basically. So okay. so Munich would be Bavaria, so that's kind of southeast, and then I'm, okay. I was I grew up in the southwest. I, I uh, did a presentation in Munich. Oh. And of Fantastic. course, why did it do the presentation two
2: weeks after Oktoberfest? What a
1: ridiculous time! Why would oh, you go no. to Munich timing. after Oktoberfest?
2: Yeah, that is terrible. Well, Oktoberfest does last about a month, doesn't well, it? it? Yeah. It's not
0: even in October.
2: <laughs> no, it's. <true. laughs> Damn
1: it, it. Yeah, I
0: yeah. But go back. To,
1: um, so, where were we? You were, uh, you were. So, yeah. So south I, of... you
0: know, I, I moved to New Orleans, um, and, so and, that's, and that's where we. That's where
1: we needed to stop there for a moment. Germany to New Orleans you realize that's quite a that's quite a jump <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a, it was a high school thing basically um and for just uh, a year and, yeah and ah. and so um and uh, what what happened was the realization i mean i realized very very quickly that you know even some dude sitting you know at a lamppost out in the street strumming his guitar was a by far a much better guitarist than i i was you know, and uh, it was you know walking down Bourbon Street, you know walking through the French Quarter and listening to music coming, pouring out of bars and everything. You very quickly realize that damn, these guys are good. Uh-huh. I mean, something you know to a level that I'd never experienced in in the little you know the little town in in you know in rural Southwest Germany that I grew up with. You know, maybe if you went to like a big concert of some famous guitarist or band or something you could see that you could hear that level of playing but in ones it was just like it's coming from every street corner it was just it was bizarre mind-boggling but also at the same time and of course there's two reactions that you could possibly have either you throw your hands up in the air and you go ah well that's it I'm never going to be that good or you go right on let's go let's make this happen you know and and learn and for me the great thing was you know I got to know some some of those some of those people, some of those musicians, and and the minute um, you know I was there, it was it was like a, you know it it's done wonders to my playing, and it really ah. pushed me further in in the shortest amount of time um, than 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 I think I could have ever gotten to you know staying in the in the southwest of Germany basically, and you know so I always this is why you know just coming back to what we said earlier where. It, it really makes a lot of sense to surround yourself with people who are so much better than yourself, because it really just, you know, it's, the thing is, <clears throat> it's this old saying, you know, um, the thing that can really bring you to the top is when you stand on the shoulders of giants. I think it's that, that saying where, you know, that is really the, the thing that can really push you on, which by the way, incidentally, it's always, it's also been this, this, this amazing side effect of doing this podcast actually, and talking to people like yourself and, you know, and people like Joe and, And David Williams, Um, (laughs) (laughs) who I I fell for for (laughs) the (laughs) accent.
3: Oh,
0: accent! He
1: must. Oh, he must be smart. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, (laughs) it just took a while. Took a little while. I figured it out. I was going to say. Oh, back to back to Joel. Yeah, I, I I used the same theory. I knew I wanted to get closer to this Joel character and, and stand on his shoulders or at least stand next to him. um, I thought, okay, so I, I, in my case, I could bring him, trick him. Hey, come to this Adobe event. I'll pay for your airfare. (laughs) (laughs) So I lured him in And got him close by, and yes, I must admit, I have stolen many a thing from Joel yeah. Grimes. Mm-hmm. I think I gave him once. What did I give? I think I gave him a tip and technique about um, blend modes that he right. he picked up on. Maybe yeah. in the beginning of time. Yeah, I, I was he's struggling. I went to one of his classes and um, yeah. uh, hung around. It you was know, little, little sneaky little fly. Yeah, <laughs> clinging to the wall to see it. oh that's where he puts his lights
0: okay I tell, I tell you that. what, that's what, one of the greatest <laughs> tips i ever gotten from joel right is is basically when he's when he's uh explained um what he does to his lights. this is like completely it has nothing to do with photography but it's not, nevertheless it's a very practical a very practical yeah, tip pr- practical. it's what he does is he grinds down the ends of his light stands so that he creates a uh uh, like a flat surface so that when you screw the light on the strobe on the, uh, at the end yes. of the of the boom, yes. boom arm, for example they don't they don't start to slip and they just stay fixed in place Now, i like <sighs> that's such a great idea and I've done it to all of my life since.
1: so when I put so, a heavy light on the end of the boom
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it starts to sort of tip it's, a little yes you're saying that if I s- sand off those bases yeah um, so, so you get an angle grinder the, the physics of our change with a flat surface yeah. versus a point.
0: Exactly. Um, versus a round surface, three points in space
1: versus three planes in space. Yeah. I'm going back to my physics class.
0: Yeah. Dee, dee, dee. So it's exactly. Um, so, so uh, and oh, it, it absolutely totally worked. I've done that. I just, I went out, I bought myself an huh. angle grinder and I, now why
1: I, hasn't, why hasn't Joel works very closely with, um, companies like Westcott. And, yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, is there a Joel version? Westcott?
0: You I, you know, know I don't uh, know. It's just what you know. What he basically just told me. Well, he just, you know, he just. Gonna, a
1: cheap angle. and he goes to. I'm gonna just after our conversation. I'm mm-hmm. gonna write a message to Joel, a text message, so it goes <laughs> directly to his phone. I mean, awesome. say, Joel, I just came up with this most amazing idea. I'm, I, I sand off the bottom <sighs> of my light stand, and they no longer fall over, I, and they're they're not prone to falling over as much
2: was that is that a good way of mm-hmm. saying it yeah and... is this the top so where the light attaches to the top of the light yes. stand oh
1: no i thought it was so, the base okay no, 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 no.
2: the top yeah. The top so it's where, so where you'd slot the light over the top there's rather the, than it screwing the, onto the there's round the peg light that comes stand, out and
1: yeah it goes over the top
2: yes, yes. you flatten the the um you, the, where the thread would be for the uh-huh. light stand, you yeah. know, you normally yes. can take them out and switch them over for large and smaller yeah. threads. You, you, you grind the side of that down yes, flat exactly. so that when you screw the light on tight, it screws uh-huh. onto the flat surface uh-huh. rather yes. than the round I get it. one. Yeah.
1: Okay. I was thinking it was the actual base of the stand as it was on the floor, yeah. but this is the actual uh, protruding out. And so now it is flat, and yeah. when you tighten the bolt it yep. pushes directly in on the flat side,
3: exactly,
2: and
1: yeah. it will not then rotate and exactly. twist. Yeah, as you're. Oh,
2: exactly. It's oh. not quite as exciting as what I think you were originally describing. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, I'm, not, I was describing. I
0: but thought it's it one had of these. You know, it's to, one of these contact
2: to the floor.
0: Um, it's one of these but, little things um, that that actually makes a huge difference because I've always I've always had this this problem where I've been. Um, you know, I've been sort of, uh, sort of uh, breaking these 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 threads. and you know this because it happened mm-hmm. actually on a shoot, yeah, not not too long yeah. ago, um, where you over tighten the the bolt basically, and then uh, you know it keeps slipping and it keeps slipping and you tighten it more to prevent it from slipping, and it keeps slipping, and then eventually you'll basically it just goes <laughs> and then that's it. And of course, with this little method, and I literally spent uh, my fifteen pounds on on an angle grinder. You know, from a cheap um, angle grinder from like a DIY store, um, and it's it's solved that problem.
2: Fifteen pounds and one finger later. well, there's that.
1: You can't do it with a rasping, um, like a file. File. Of well, some you, could, sort. you
0: probably could if you had like a metal file. It would just take a lot yeah. longer. With the angle yeah. grinder, it literally took like I, an 20 angle. Twenty seconds. I can see. Yeah, t- literally twenty oh. seconds. You know, it took, and as and I've just basically I put all of my light stands through this procedure and it's been great (laughs) so you know
1: joel joel you know joel's brain um works differently than everyone else's
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we've noticed that (laughs) so be careful (laughs) but uh, russell you've you've mentioned the um the rock and roll reunion that's about to happen in a few days time i guess
1: yes it happens Uh, coming up um i'll be um uh taking Dave on a tour on Sunday of the mm-hmm. California coast and then the event starts on Monday the um 20 Is that the 25th? <laughs> <laughs> I got my brain. Yes, that's the 25th. Monday the 25th. Um it kicks off the event. Um it's all based on rock and roll. I know nothing about rock and roll, but I brought people who do know about rock and roll. <laughs> awesome. Um one of them is not Dave mm-hmm. and um Um, this will be my grand finale of these events. These are called my art director's events. Mm. I've been doing them for 20 years, something Mm. 20 or more years. Um, starting them at Adobe, my first art director's events brought together designers who used Adobe illustrator for the first time. So I introduced Adobe illustrator to time magazine and life magazine Mm. and where they were doing all of their charts and diagrams by hand and so i introduced illustrator to that group and i believe i was instrumental in bringing that age of illustrator technology into magazines and newspapers in new york and so that's how this event started introducing this technology and it's grown till today i'll focus this event on photoshop illustrator in design and, um, and I miss it, Photoshop and Lightroom at this mm-hmm. event. so it's very much graphic designers will take photographs of me dressed as a variety of gra- of um, rock and rollers uh, I can I'll do a David boy I'll do a um, Elton John uh, <laughs> yes. yeah. and um, I'll do a um, Elvis during this session. And, and I think my favorite, I think well, the, the Ziggy Stardust version. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I've got a makeup artist to do the whole thing. And uh, wigs, yeah. it's all about wigs.
3: Yeah.
1: At, 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 I can, I can actually look quite younger. <laughs> <than> <laughs> wig. <laughs> wigs, uh, wigs are amazing things. And so I'll dress up. We'll take photographs. We'll be sh- uh, creating um, fluorescent fluorescent, um, how do you say that? Do you say fluorescent or fluorescent?
2: Flur- uh, flur- fluorescent? fluorescent, yeah. yeah. Flur- I'm just
1: just yeah. checking, get my um, correct British pronunciation. Um, or it could be Canadian. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this f- a f- fluorescent printer from Canon, Canon put out this printer, but they didn't really, they put this printer out Thinking it was graphic artists who wanted to put up displays in a Walmart or a Target or one of these big shopping centers in the U.S. where you want really super graphics with hot fluorescent colors up on the walls, but I saw this, and the results are really quite amazing. What it can do to fluorescent um, colors from Photoshop as well as Illustrator, and so the students in the class and my has always come with a project which I really like, you assign them a project um, a month in advance. They come to class prepared. We'll take photographs and we'll have a series of about 70 uh, rock and roll posters. I hope they go in that sort of 70s look, um, mm-hmm. that psychedelic California Kate Ashbery um, uh, hippies um, mm. from the 60s and the 70s. There was some amazing posters from the seventies that had that glowing quality. And Mm -hmm. of course I have some black lights to put up in the room Mm -hmm. so that these posters will actually glow. And Mm -hmm. so, um, amazing printer. So they, my, my events are a a fun, it's a play it's, it's a, um, fun fest Mm -hmm. for graphic designers and art directors who are a little bit caught up in the everyday, real world projects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you give them something to, to do. And so we'll do fluorescent posters and then we'll do laser cutting and laser engraving. Mm-hmm. And we'll also print on classic vinyl albums mm-hmm. and we'll print directly on the album with a flatbed printer. And so they'll use Photoshop and Illustrator to, um, mm-hmm. to do these projects. Don't you want to be there? You do. Oh,
0: absolutely. 100%. Hell
1: yeah. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Um, Not if Dave's going to be there. It's a crazy time. It's a crazy time though. I have to, I have to charge a lot of money for it. It costs a lot of money to put on. Hmm. Um, These are crazy times. It's not, I can't do a cheap event. I mean, you can't, Hmm. it it, it just costs money. And Hmm. in California, it's expensive. You got to fly to Monterey, California. You mm. got to get a hotel. The taxi, you know, the price of the hotel. Yeah, did I say hotel? I yeah, mm. but yeah. So um, it's um, it, it's not it, it's for the person who's looking for a vacation, a fun vacation, mm. grouping it, uh, getting together with other graphic designers and having and getting to play mm. and recharge their their creativity for a few days um, and, um, dress up and it's required to dress up. I will come dressed as a new rock and roll star each day. <laughs> <laughs> I, and so I've got, I must have 10 different wigs, a couple outfits. i some tattered jeans, um, fluffy shirts. What else I got? Um, of course, Elvis, um, Glasses. Where are mm. my Elvis glasses? Uh, kind of, kind of where, like are your are These aren't my Elvis. It, these aren't much. my Elvis <laughs> glasses. These are my. Uh, this my dark oh, brown. Oh wow! Oh,
2: yeah, excellent. They—they they feel imagine? like. Doc well, Brown from him, talking, uh, back, back to the back. Future. Yes, yeah. exactly. Imagine
1: the Doc Brown, there's the wig, okay, and it's sweeping <laughs> back, gray hair sweeping back. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so you got that. I, I, the problem is I've grown into that. I actually look like Doc Brown. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm that old. Um, but only 10 when I started at Adobe.
2: Yes. Um, so, uh,
1: yes. Have, have I answered all of your questions? Um uh, you didn't ask me. I decided to never retire. Not, no, yeah. There's no reason to. You know, why, why should I do that? I'm having uh, a crazy um, fun working at Adobe. And they let me hang around. You can't complain yeah sure you don't want to fire me today come on
0: <laughs> so um russell brown's rock and roll reunion um we have all the links in the description of course so Thank if you're you. interested um in joining nope. uh, that there's, there's still time um there's still time L- last and, minute uh, You know, entries. go and check it out and, and of a, course
1: you get a one year free membership in the creative cloud yeah
2: there you so go. It's a it subset. It's a little, that's that's a little bonus. That already like yeah. pays for itself. That's, that's it. Practically. Don't need your hooky yeah. copies so, anymore. Subtract that from the <laughs> price.
1: Yes. So uh, in conclusion, um, uh, the you have all the tools necessary to be creative. Um, I believe you have an iPhone. You've got Lightroom. You've got Photoshop. You... Publish it on the internet um, in some way. That was terrible. You publish it on social media. Nobody says the internet anymore, only <laughs> old people like me. Um the social media. Get your business out there, get people to know what you're doing. Um and oh, I know, I know another one, your father would know this. Um uh, Fall in love with what you love to do, and someone will pay you to do it. Yes, exactly. Yes,
0: yeah. And on that it's note, true, true, true. Russell, yeah. it has been an absolute pleasure That's having you on the show. Cracking night to finish on, actually, absolutely, yeah. totally. That might very well be the the title of this video. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what what was that last? What was that comment, Nick? That, that might cracking? that might
0: very well be the, the title of this this uh, this video. Oh, this podcast. Okay. I hope following. I did.
1: I hope I was entertaining and did a job. I hope I was better than Joel Grimes. No.
2: Well, <laughs> well, well, I, well, Joel Grimes. Hmm, but <laughs> uh, uh, we'll, I will. We, we've actually. I know exactly where this is going, don't you? It's know, it's anyway. <laughs> I had, we have had Dave I Williams on several times on this <laughs> yes, this podcast, yeah, exactly. and you are better than every single one of those combined. Oh. You can also, tell him that. The also,
0: <laughs> also, of course, Dave is, Dave is angling to uh, you know to, to keep fishing to keep the record of of uh, being you know being on the on the show the most times. Yeah. So you know we would love to have you back on the show so you can rival that record.
1: <laughs> he is an anomaly, driving up north on his own and experiencing minus. 38 degrees yeah. Mm. centigrade? Yeah. Yeah. Centigrade?
2: Yeah. Where
1: the car is freezing. Mm.
2: <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah,
1: that, that was crazy stuff. That's crazy stuff.
2: You've got oh, well, to a pleasure. You got, I love Gentlemen, what you do, right? Uh, mm. I, I
1: hope I don't scare people away from your podcast. Um, <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Until <laughs> until we meet um at the Dover Cliffs uh, for a photo shoot
0: oh 100 uh, until,
1: until that time
0: 100 it's gonna be awesome absolutely so thank you russell again for being being our guest on the show today um that's so it. awesome we have come to the end of Camera camera podcast episode 103 um again sure. be reminded that if you are listening to our beautiful voices on audio you can see the whole thing in its glory and full technical over on youtube um and also be reminded that you can join the Camera Shake community over on Facebook um, and on TikTok. Yes, we are on TikTok. That's the first time you said that correctly. Let it be known. Oh. Let it be known. Anyway. <laughs> You've... That's the TikToks big time. TikTok. All right. So we'll see you again next week. Bye for now. It's later.